With so many different platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, and their purposes evolving daily, navigating social media can be, well, complicated. Welcome to the Social Media Sucks Podcast from Cupco. Social media. Social media. Social media. Social media. Really sucks. Where we unpack the latest trends and help remove the suck from social media. Welcome back, guys, to the Social Media Sucks Podcast. Today's hot topic is TikTok that really blew up this year. Yes. And hopefully we're going to inspire you guys with this great podcast we're producing. Yes. And um, I'm joined by Andy and Chris today. Well, do you want to introduce yourself first? Hello, everybody. My name is Andy, and um, I'm one of the hosts of this podcast. And they what else do you do? I also do some content strategy for Cub & Co., of course. And our clients. And our clients. Not just us. Mainly our clients. <laughs> Mainly our clients. <laughs> and I'm Chris. I'm the CEO of Cub Co. So basically, I do everything. 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 Just anything. Great. Welcome, guys. So please tell our listeners why brands should use TikTok. Okay. <laughs> why, Andy? Let's get to it. Why, okay. dear I mean, God, why? why should they do it? I think they should do it because um, you know how everybody was telling you that you should be on Instagram a few years back. Now it's basically the same for TikTok. And a lot of companies, I feel like, however, TikTok was already a huge hit last year. A lot of companies were kind of holding back on it because they were just like, oh, I don't know. The audience is so young. How are you going to, you know, really create a funnel there? What would you use TikTok for? And I think that's clearing up now. Like they're generating so many downloads and their population, oh my God, no. Their user base is aging up so quick. Feels like a country. Yeah. (laughs) It's the army. Also that it's TikTok land. But um, their, their user base is aging up faster than any other social platforms did ever before. So Really? So people yeah. are getting older? Yeah, I think… Or um, not people are getting older, but older people are joining the platform. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. It's not like just like, the, the I joined TikTok and now I'm aging instantly. No, it doesn't happen that way. And this time I have my facts with me. So actually, um, 30% of new users from April 2020, for example, were over the age of… 40. 30. 35. Okay, so… Th- Say this again, 40%, 30, 30% of new users past April were over 35. Yes. That's a, that's, that's clearly what's nice going on. Okay, mm-hmm. great. So we see this a lot in social media, right? Where people will, a new platform will come around or maybe a, a platform will blow up. And the instant reaction from most brands as well is our audience too, is our buyers too old yeah. for this platform, right? Um, and I think that's, like you said, that's instantly a problem because we always see platforms age up. And like you said, TikTok is aging up pretty fast, faster than probably any other platform has in history. And so I think that it's very important to say history repeats itself. And all those people that would love to be kicking ass on YouTube right now or kicking ass on Instagram right now, they all got in too late or they're still not in. And TikTok represents that place where you could say, okay, let's not repeat the mistakes of the past. Let's get in now. Let's do it well so that we're not sitting here two or three years down the road going, oh, I wish we would have done TikTok. So I think you're you're absolutely right. But I mean, that's why that's one why. But what are the other whys they should join TikTok or start doing stuff there? 
Mm, I think they should start uh, doing stuff on TikTok because it's um, it's an excellent platform for creating some top of the funnel awareness for your brand. And um, you don't think it's good for bottom of the funnel? I think it's more of an awareness thing to me, at least. I've bought so many products really off of TikTok. Really? Yes, it has been such a great product awareness and lead to purchase platform for me because I see somebody use it. Mm-hmm. Like how do, how many like Amazon like what we found on Amazon videos ah, are those, there? Yeah, true. There's been ah. so many ah. that it's like I found this and I'm like I need that. <laughs> I need that in my life right now. I'm thinking of ads when you say like no, but that got so, so many ah, so many course. like product things specifically during lockdown where people were like sitting around they had some extra cash because they weren't <laughs> spending it on restaurants. Or, you know, movies out or dates or traveling. So it was like, I had all this extra cash. I go on TikTok. I'm like mindlessly scrolling through. I see something that's cool. I'm like, I need that in my life. Yeah. Right? So I think like you say, it's top of the funnel. I'm not so sure. Hmm. You're right, I think. But to be honest, there is a point to that because it depends on your bubble. For example, I, I was never hit with any video that would have been like nearly... Uh, successful at like channeling me to uh, making a decision on anything. Okay. So you haven't seen anything like some Maybe some of the investment TikToks that I see because I follow some uh. investors who share like investment tips and stuff. Yeah. Sometimes like, you know, when they when they say like this stock you should really check out right. or that stock, I go and check them out. Yeah. Okay. But, so this is interesting because a lot of people, this is about the the age of the platform. And also we're seeing a macro trend of younger people buying in to stocks much younger. Yeah. Right. Because it's much easier and accessible now. You can get, uh, what is it called? eToro. Yeah. E-Toro. Or like any of these trading platforms. Robinhood, I think is another good one, right? Or isn't it? I'm actually not really uh, familiar with like the really trendy ones because right. I, I'm just like using but these tech, are, so. Yeah. Basically you can copy people's trades and stuff. And a lot of young people, because the market's mm. been so down, like then it's an optimal time to buy. Yeah. So there's a kind of a, that's kind of the bottom of the funnel. In yeah, some ways, actually. it's a stock. I mean, it is a product that you're buying. In a sense. It's an investment or a financial product. Um, okay. So, but do you think it's good for awareness? I think yeah. it's good for everything in the funnel, to be you honest. You just have to see the opportunity. Yeah. yeah, and you have to use it right. Like, I think you can build out your funnel on every platform if you do it right. Yeah. You just need to figure out how you want to do it. Have you bought anything from TikTok? Nope. No? Nope. And, and you haven't either? on you Chris I remember those things those videos I'm exposed to those too like uh, products from Amazon that you absolutely need to have but I didn't really think about I should buy those to be honest no no. I would like to know from our audience actually those of you listening uh, I don't know how you could comment on this like if you bought (laughs) something from TikTok but you know what we'll do is we'll run a poll or we'll run something on our Instagram after you see this or Facebook and ask people have you bought something directly from TikTok, because I think people have. It's gonna be at least you. I have. It's only me. It's only and you, your opinion is. <laughs> I'm the only person buying stuff on TikTok. Do you want to know what I bought on TikTok? Yes. I bought a couple things, not on TikTok, but from TikTok. I bought um, this drill bit. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> that, you why are you laughing? About oh, that you clean stuff. Yes, with yeah, yes. Like yeah. you clean the shower with it. Right? Yeah, That's yeah. Smart. It's got like it's yeah. got different attachments. And like one is like a toilet brush for like hardcore toilet cleaning. <laughs> no, I guess they're used for other things, but one is a brush and then one's like a scouring pad. And I've used that in the shower to clean the calc 
the calcium yeah. mm. off of the tiles and it's fantastic. But you provide the drill yourself, right? Yeah, oh, okay. I didn't buy and the drill. Just I mean, you could the buy the drill if you, uh -huh. but you could buy just the bits. Mm -hmm. And so I bought that. What else did I buy? Some tech stuff. I, I have to go through my Amazon. Oh, you know what I bought also? I really got into skincare. Really? Yeah. So like, from TikTok. From oh, TikTok. Not from Instagram. Did not you from buy? Instagram. Did you buy that like uh, facial cream for men? That uh, I, f I forgot the name of it. I bought. Okay, so here's what I bought. I bought um, something from Ordinary. Do you know or the brand? Not yes, Ordinary. I use no, it. no. What's yeah, it called? It's called Ordinary. It's no, a serum kind of. Uh, is that what it's, it's called? Ordinary? Okay, I know. I use something called Ordinary. No, I don't. Let think me it's, Google this. Maybe it's Ordinary. No, forget it. Anyway, it doesn't matter where the brand is. I can't remember off the top of my head. There is a brand called Ordinary. Yeah, it's there called Ordinary. It just recently came from It's like gray and... Yeah. 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 Okay, so... It's kind of like glossy, eh? a bit. Like so Ordinary, I bought some some sort of uh, serum. acid mm -hmm. serum. Yeah. And then I bought some night cream with a lot of Retina-A in it. Uh -huh. Because I saw somebody's skin cream regimen thing, yeah. routine from an actual like skin doctor. Okay. And they were like, hey, this is the one product that has the most retina a in it if i'm saying that right maybe it's retinal a like don't kill me skincare people i have no idea <laughs> like i just buy random stuff when people and recommend we linking on reviews <laughs> yeah exactly. we need to have some affiliate marketing links to like pay for this podcast anyways they said this is the best one then the other things that i bought were cologne so there was Which a one? tiktok that i saw where a guy was going through like the top five colognes for yeah. men Oh, okay. Based on, I don't know, whatever. And How attractive is, they are to women. No, it's, it's not those, your oldest cologne, your favorite cologne, and your something. No, it wasn't that. It was most like, it was most like, like, if these you're are a the, bowler, get these. these. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to detract women, that's what I bought. Okay, my wife is listening. I bought the ones that detract women. Okay, honey. So <laughs> they were like, if you want to detract women, buy these. <laughs> yeah. And I bought those. Okay. <laughs> Those are the ones I bought. They're great. <laughs> Savage. It was uh, the Johnny Depp Savage. Oh, that's a cool one. Yeah, yeah. So I bought that. So I know this is a little off tangent, but 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 I have bought products right from TikTok, and I believe other people have as well. Okay. Because I think the the discovery, like you're really just going through mm. videos, yeah. you're able to be exposed a bit more, and because there's not a lot of ads on the platform, I think you feel more inclined to listen because yeah, you're not it's organic. Yeah, it feels organic. And yeah. you don't, and I mean, the influencer marketing thing, which was the last podcast we did, there's still, there is a little bit of mistrust in influencers. Yeah. And I feel like TikTok, we're not in that zone yet. You think, oh, did somebody pay this person to say this? Actually, I think we are kind of like, think so? yeah, I think we are in the in the stage where it was on Vine as well, like product placements, like really smart product placements are mm -hmm. all over TikTok. Yeah. Especially like Dunkin' Donuts was like going hardcore on it. Like okay. they all, like all influencers okay. were just like going around with like Dunkin' Donut lattes and like ice lattes and so on. So if okay. you don't want to make your own content, you could. Yeah, I get you could do it. Actually, that's one yeah. of the tactics I wanted to but talk about later. But what is the rules for advertising like that? Then product placement, do you have to? Because the rules will kind of be different from Instagram, right? When you do the rules still apply. Know. Yeah, there's a tip. There's a, I think it's a Federal Trade Commission. Yeah, um, they it's a competition FCC. agreement or something okay. like that. Yeah, so there's you like have there to is say some rules that, around yeah. this. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, interesting. But, but actually, product placement. Okay. Yeah. No, I just wanted to say another interesting fact because you were. 
just talking about like how much um, time people spend on just scrolling and discovering. Yeah. And I think um, to that, adding to that, what? You want to guess already? Yeah, 45 minutes per person. Nah. Oh, we're talking about the length of time on the platform? Yeah, average, 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 average they time use, yeah, they, they use uh, the platform daily. I would say 45 minutes say? per day. Let's say an hour and 15 minutes. I think that's close because it's 95 minutes on average. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's more. Each that's user an hour, a day. That's, that's an hour and 35 minutes. Imagine how many videos it, you, you can count it. You don't have to imagine. If they're each a minute long. Yeah. And you love all minutes. of them. Just 50 seconds, seconds sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You love all of them. <laughs> like, like, like. But I think that average comes out of like a very interesting um, user behavior, I think. Yeah. Because if, if I just look at, for example, how I consume TikTok, it's like… In the weekend sometimes, mm. you know, I can spend easily two or three hours on it. But in the weekdays, week, yeah. I'm just like, oh, I, I don't have time for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> so important. About that. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but it's true. I think that a lot of people are spending a lot of time. So, I yeah. mean, that's another reason why you should be on the platform. For those of you listening at home, if you're a social media manager, you can go to your bosses or your marketing CMOs and say, listen, people are spending an insane amount of time on here. It's aging up, so it is all types of consumers. And we can do stuff that's all throughout the funnel. It's not just awareness. It's not just middle of the funnel. It's also down the funnel. Yeah. Is it trackable? That's another discussion. I think the analytics are kind of nice, but they are just not right there yet. I but think. that's all platforms are like that yeah. at the beginning, right? Like We didn't get great, great analytics from Instagram until… I would say, was it 2017? I think it's not even like the best now. They didn't even open it up for most people. It was yeah. closed for such a long time until you could turn your plot, your your Instagram profile to a business profile. And then you could actually get decent insights out of it. Mm -hmm. But for a long time, there was no… You had to use Iconograph or whatever it was called. You had to use all these different platforms to get your analytics. Yeah, uh, You couldn't get it straight from the platform. But anyways, okay, so… We talked a little bit about uh, why you should… By um, brand should use TikTok, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to do a little recap or… No, I think we just did. Okay, I'm sure. Let's move on to how should they use TikTok wisely then? Well, I think that if you're not interested in creating content, mm -hmm. you had a good tactic there. It was just like pay people to display your products. Yeah. Like So if you have no capacity to create content… The first thing is you can do is literally just pay influencers to use your product and do product placement. Um, or if you've got a product that's already in the marketplace, start looking at who's already posting and see if you can repost stuff. So for example, Ocean Spray had a huge win <laughs> yeah. with Dogface93 or whatever the heck his name is. No, I think 240. No, 420. <laughs> Four, <Dogface> okay. 420. <laughs> that's even better. Okay, great name. Anyway, so they had a sort of a… They just tapped into it. They saw, okay, here's an opportunity. He's using our product. He's created a viral sort of trend. Yeah. Let's step on the gas and go hardcore into it. And they won. They literally won the day. They won the week. They probably won the month. I still haven't seen any any articles on like if their market shares actually went up or not. But everybody's just like the PR about it is so crazy. I think you'll see… Like yeah. soon that their numbers went up quite big, right? So the Ocean Spray, if those of you aren't aware, basically this guy was skateboarding, looked like he was skateboarding on a freeway 
and just vibing to the Dreams song by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. And just drinking an ocean spray. In the sunset. In the sunset. And it just went ultra viral. And then ocean spray basically tapped into it. They sent him a truck and they filled it with ocean spray and they did some behind the scenes stuff. And then they filmed a commercial with him as well. And then they also, I don't know if they did this, but then Mick Fleetwood, I think his first name is Mac. No, but I think his first name is Mick. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. Mick Fleetwood. He, the drummer of Fleetwood Mac, he, who's like 80 years old now, he also did a version of the really? video. Yeah. Oh, that's it was, so cool. It was so fantastic, right? So nice. they had, and then Dreams went super also viral. Yeah. They and like got, got 10 own. times streaming and just like became on the top of the charts again. Mm-hmm. I also downloaded it again on my Spotify. So. That's such a great song though, right? Like that's actually the best album ever made. Don't dispute it. <laughs> Don't at me, okay? That's the greatest album ever made. Okay, okay. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, but that's two things that you could do if you don't want to make content. What do you do if you want to make content, Andy? If you want to make content, you start using the platform organically. And I think the interesting thing that you need to be very aware there, very aware of there, is um, that TikTok is very different to other platforms. You don't need 4K video. You don't need anything. You just need to be on the right path with your content. You need to be um, in the right place with knowing what your target audience wants and finds interesting. And I think you just need a phone to shoot. So you mean by starting organically, just creating a channel and yeah. just start putting content out yeah. there start, on it? Start experimenting. Mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to be bold. Don't be afraid to you know um, experiment with new stuff. Mm-hmm. Hop on trends. I would say that's a big thing on TikTok. How can they do that? Well, basically just go and… 90 minutes a day on TikTok. Yeah, 90 (laughs) minutes a day on TikTok. Just Just spend 90 minutes. No. You'll see what's trending. (laughs) No, I think… And rinse, repeat. You can basically just go to the search bar and also just um, look at like what's trending on on the For You. Just look at like what are the most… On the homepage of TikTok, you can also see like what are the trending challenges and hashtags. TikTok is actually, I think, doing a really great job at like keeping the momentum of these trends high. And actually, uh, I think they are also catering what challenges and 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 movements are currently taking or like at a time taking place uh, on the platform. And I think they are always catering like something that you can hop on. Mm-hmm. I would say like try to. In the beginning, I, I would say that try out anything you see interesting and relevant for your brand. And then in the in the future, try to be a little bit more strategic and, and try to look on, look for the emerging trends where you still have a little bit of that blue ocean. Um, and, yeah. and then- So something under, I think a sweet spot that we found is something under 100 million views. Yeah, something right? like that's that. That's something in there because once it kind of, that's, I mean, that's so viral enough but not super viral that mm-hmm. you're like going to get lost in the in the ocean mm-hmm. but something under 100 million in the trends but one thing that's i think important that you mentioned is how do you make it relevant for your brand and i think that's what we found working well for our clients is that when we find a trend and then twist it to fit with the brand that we're working with it does really well right and you yeah. could say well is that unoriginal is that like but actually that's what people find the most interesting. And I think that's all brands are trying to tap into culture. 
Mm-hmm. All brands want to be in the culture. Yeah. And TikTok represents that for a lot of brands is that because the barrier to entry is low because people are not expecting you to make culture. They're just expecting you to be a part of culture. Yeah, exactly. And that's the difference, right? Like we are talking about, um, I don't know if everyone remembers the Got Milk campaign. Do you guys remember Got Milk? I remember it. Mm. You're too young. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, but Got Milk was essentially a campaign to get people to drink more milk. And Got Milk literally became a cultural icon. Yeah, it's still a meme, I think. Yeah, you still call, like you still say like Got Milk. Like that is a phrase. And that came out of advertising, right? And that comes, that became a cultural thing. And that's hard for brands to do. I think it's extremely difficult. You gotta, you gotta do some serious tapping into uh, what's going on in the world and really, really be up there, right? So, and to have a great advertising agency, wink, 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 <laughs> wink, to help you get there. And I think that with what TikTok represents is it's literally showing you the culture and saying, hey, do you wanna be a part of this? You can, all you have to do is find your angle on this. Play your role. And play your role. And you don't have to go crazy with it. So I think it's a really good way of of getting into the culture. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I would add to the point of organic content creation on TikTok is that you need to pay attention to frequency because TikTok is such a hit or miss platform. Some of your videos will not get any traction and some of Mm. your videos will randomly generate tens of thousands of views that can actually be pretty significant if you are, for example, talking about a small or medium sized business. Mm. And I think the way how the algorithm works, um, if you are willing to put out like a higher, um, or if you're willing to go with like a higher content frequency, Mm. um, maybe even posting up to five times a day, which is, I know hard to do. I know it's hard to do, but if you are, for example, a small business or if you are, a standalone entrepreneur pushing, I don't know, a, a, a diary or like a specific type of notebook that you just designed. Um, so now I'm talking to the small and medium-sized business owners. I think if you do that, like just do two or three videos whenever you have the time. Of course, when you don't have the time, don't swear about it. But I think just try to maximize the output in terms of content and see what will hit. Because... Um, Something will, and then you will suddenly see your product having a million views. But yeah. doesn't it matter what kind of content you put out there? I mean, the frequency frequency is one thing, but if you have if you have to put three or four ideas out there, they can't be the same, obviously. Yeah, I mean, actually, I also saw people um, deleting and reposting their videos to just keep their content frequency up because. They feel like the content was so good. I'm, I'm part of some um, like insider TikTok groups and um, just to, you know, keep my knowledge up to up to date. And some people actually like feel like, okay, this is a really good piece of content. For some reason, it didn't get the right traction. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just delete it and repost it. And opposing to Instagram, where you, if you delete or, or edit one of your posts, you get some sort of a you know, like a um, like a negative sentiment in terms of the algorithm. On TikTok, you won't get that. So you can easily just delete your content and re-upload it in a in a better time or in a more maybe you adjust it or maybe you re-edit it or maybe mm-hmm. you just different try to upload it with or... a different sound. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. Yeah, change the text on it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's we see that a lot. And you see people actually gaming that a bit. Well, it's really raining right now. Yeah. Hopefully it's not coming through too loud. But 
for those of you at home, you get some ASMR rain <laughs> as part of this episode. So maybe if we just be quiet for a minute, you can hear the rain. One minute over. <laughs> Is that one minute? Okay, that seemed like a good minute. It's a TikTok minute. <laughs> it's a TikTok minute, right. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, forget this. Okay, so what were we talking about? No, we were just talking so, about like um, how no. you would usually use TikTok organically. Yeah. But I think more interesting is how you would use it for ads. How would you use it for ads? I think ads are very hard to do on the platform. I think that… Really? I do because I think that the what I've seen working very well is when you get into the mindset of the TikTok people. Exactly. So when you go and do something that is around music or dance or entertainment then you can win. If you're just there to like show your product and be like, hey, you should buy this. I don't think it works really well. But no, I think no. if you're using it to promote a challenge or using it to promote a song or promote mm -hmm. something that you're doing to help the TikTok community out a bit more, then you will do fairly well. Yeah. So um, not hard sell. I don't think hard sell works there right now, but yeah. I don't know the stats on it. Uh, we haven't run that many ads no. on the platform. and I also haven't seen any benchmark reports about it. Yeah, they have them. For sure they have yeah. them. And I've seen some ads. I've seen uh, an ad by Capri Sun that went uh, fairly well. They were very happy with the, with the work. But that was all about awareness. Mm. Right? They're only looking for reach on the platform, I think. Uh, that's what it looks like to me. So... And I think that's one of the things you could do well with it is if you're not looking for hardcore sales, mm. but you're looking for a reach, then I think you'll definitely get it. And we've been seeing that uh, TikTok is subsidizing it a little bit because mm. they really want to get more advertisers on the platform. Yeah. So I've been talking with a few other agency owners and they've seen some good subsidies to help get their clients on I also saw that TikTok is actually giving away advertising credits to get uh, brands on board and try TikTok yeah. advertising out yeah um, but I think what's like really interesting about TikTok ads is like to your point I think you're completely right because the most important thing is that you just need to be true to the culture of TikTok yeah. and you should not just try to repurpose or rerun some mm. of your ads that you take from other platforms but always just make sure that like the ad that you create is going to be native to the platform of TikTok. Yeah. And I think the best tactic there is where you can actually, well, basically double down on the influencer part where you can actually get an influencer to do your ad. Right. And and kind of be like the, you and know. And then making that into, doing that into an yeah, ad. Yeah, exactly. And making making the influencer your creative director for just a little bit. Yep. Yeah. And then letting them do their magic. Um, and then you can ensure that it's going to be native to the platform and will click. Yeah. I think to add to the ad part, because I think we're soon running out of things on TikTok a little bit. Um, to add to the advertising part, uh, I think it's really interesting to see that, like, I think up until now, um, Maybe Instagram did it a little bit with the when the AR filter creation was like very private and very, you know, exclusive for the Kylie's and for the top brands out there. But now it's, of course, very mainstream and, and basically any brand can do AR filters now. But I think what TikTok is doing really well and I think what's really interesting is like no other social media platform is offering you 
the chance to actually start a cultural movement. And on the other side, TikTok does that, I think, because there are the hashtag challenges that can mm. be sponsored hashtag challenges. And they actually will provide you the reach, will provide you the chance to actually start a challenge on their platform that can actually, you know, kickstart a whole company or kickstart a whole um, movement. cultural movement. movement. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think so. I think you're right. You've seen a lot of things go viral on the platform that were just about a movement, right? Uh, Black Lives Matter was quite large on TikTok as were everywhere. But I think that, I think, yes, you, and, and TikTok is actively supporting those things, yeah. which is also very interesting. So they're, they're looking at how do they keep TikTok also relevant in the culture. And they do that by providing a platform for some social awareness and things like that. So I think it's very, very cool what they're doing there. Yeah, I think yeah. they're doing uh, great Good stuff. Job. Yeah. So we covered why, why? we covered how, how? and then Organic do we want to do paid? Organic and paid? Do we want to do like a lightning round of tips? Do you have any other tips? One of the tips I have is country matters. So where you're posting from matters. Mm -hmm. We've seen that uh, and you can't fake it. No. So we've tried to use, well, we've it. tried to use VPNs uh, to say, oh, now we're posting from the US. Okay. No, we're not. They know <laughs> you're not. So we've tried to trick it. That doesn't work. You actually have to post. And and TikTok is going to show your content to people in your local area mm. uh, versus sort of globally until you get more global people watching it. Okay. So it starts local and then works out as far as we've seen. Timing doesn't matter. Uh, song choice matters a lot. If you're a brand and you're verified on the platform, you cannot use songs popular songs yeah why you, because it's something to do with they want you to pay yeah, you need the, the user license. rights so if you're a brand and you're verified you cannot use popular songs so go to remixes that seems to be working extremely well for us at the moment um what else hashtags anything like that Is hashtags the, i mean everyone uses the for your page and and yeah. fyp and and i think that's a good way uh I think duets are an awesome way to to get somebody who may be an influencer or somebody who has some clout on the platform to look at your content because you're duetting them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think there's some interesting things there. I think also if you're a larger brand with more resources, creating a custom sound, yeah. custom sound effect, that's also We've a really interesting ELF. way. Yeah. yeah. We've seen a lot of brands do that. They've yeah. done a good job. So hire a songwriter to, to make a custom sound. Yeah, exactly. That could work. And I think like my only tip would be just like think about think about how the platform works. I think TikTok is not really like Facebook or Instagram. People don't really tune in to, you know, check on what happened to you or your family or whoever. They are fun. they are much more in entertainment. A, yeah, they're they are much more really towards entertainment. Yeah, it's it's much more like YouTube. And I think brands who did well on YouTube previously can uh, have an easier way into TikTok than brands who are more native to the little bit more conservative platforms such right. as Facebook or LinkedIn or, or Instagram. Yeah, I agree. What's your favorite brand on TikTok right now? Are you following a brand? That's an interesting question. Actually, um, no. You're not following Nike or... No, I mean, I'm only following uh, our clients, but... Uh, I like WHO. 
So those of you yeah, that's still- like, you know, oh, should we be doing this? I mean, the World Health Organization is on TikTok. So like, if you think, oh, we've got a boring, dry industry, we shouldn't, the, the freaking WHO is on there. So think about that. It's for everybody. If you want to get in, get in now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of, let's uh, talk about best, best practice and opportunities for brands. Best practice? Mm-hmm. And opportunities that covered, they haven't then. foreseen. I mean, they haven't seen the opportunities. I think there's a clear opportunity, which we talked about was find who is already posting content about your products and your services and literally ask them if you can share that content as well. And if you don't want to have a channel or you're not like actively looking to do things, just at least do your community management. There's so much lost opportunity in people just not communicating with their fans. And that's across every platform. But I feel like on TikTok, it's, it's, there's so many people that are like showing their latest Nikes or working with this product or drinking this drink. Or, and the brands are just like, nah, we're not going to comment on that. And it's like, you probably should. That's going to that's gonna solidify an even greater loyalty. So I think that's a low, low, low hanging for you. You don't even need like pay an intern or pay your agency or social media agency, you know, a couple thousand dollars to like go out and do all your community management for it. It'll just make a big difference in the long run. And then from an opportunity standpoint, I think the lowest hanging fruit is, is literally just uh, paying influencers like we talked about before. Pay influencers. Or just get micro influencers. Yeah. And you Do can some. learn more about that in our previous episode. <laughs> That's right. But what's on uh, What's on for the next episode? For the next episode, we're going to talk about repurposing content in 2020. Yes, yes. I love it. So mm. they can, our listeners can learn about how to turn oldies into goldies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like me. I am an oldie and I am goldie. So You're not you, old. I am. I'm super old. I'm I'm above the TikTok range. No, we say experienced. Ah, okay, yeah, good. Not old. So You're still a prime user. Yeah. Sen- yes. Senior. Yes, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a senior. I'm not senior yet. I'm working towards that. But thank you so much for listening. Join us next time. We're going to talk about what are we saying again? No, I'm just kidding. We're, we're going to talk about content repurposing. repurposing content. Like how we're going to repurpose this into a bunch of other cool stuff that you guys will see across the web. And we're going to break that down for you guys so you can get the most from your content and not spend all your time making content. See you guys next time. See you. See you. See you guys. Thanks for checking in. This has been the Social Media Sucks Podcast.